you're out there, knowing that you're listening, knowing that you're going to podcast the show for later. And I want to thank all my guests who have been on the show this, this, uh, hold it, (laughs) last week and the week before that, because this week we should have uh, a a load of guests uh, as we go on. Anyway, if we do not, 
the show must go on, right? Anyway, thanks for tuning in to the George Wilder Jr. Show, broadcasting live out of the city of Chicago on Block Talk Radio. This, some people say this is a podcast, but we say it's an internet radio at its finest, and it is its finest. And I want to thank those people who have said that about the show. And I want to thank everybody who have told people, other listeners, to listen to the show. Even if you're listening to a podcast, it sounds very fresh and live, and uh, because that's what I try. If you notice, I'm sounding a little bit better than the last time I was on the radio. I was a little bit under the weather. I was a little bit, you know, because the cold weather and uh, it has been taking a toll on on quite a few people. But the, the thing is, there hasn't been that many deaths from the cold. Uh, this year as there were last year and the year before, because a lot of people are heeding the warnings of taking your flu shots, staying off the streets <laughs> when it's cold. And this is this is one winter, folks, 2019. This is one winter that doesn't seem to want to let up. Every time we look around, it's snowing, it's cold, there's ice freezing all over the place, there's accidents, people are going to the hospital. I mean, this is just crazy. This is a hell of a five winter, winter, and we will always remember 2019. We're going to remember 2019 for the winter, and we're going to remember 2019, uh, the Trump administration and their bullshit. We're going we're gonna to remember uh, basically the winter. I mean, it's, it's snowing in places that it hasn't snowed in places for maybe decades, maybe even centuries. Who knows? Anyway, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. As you can see, I am ecstatic about being on. And uh, uh, there may be some changes coming up, but the George Wilder Jr. Show will always be here no matter what time we may be on. Uh, Because this is one thing that I do love. I do love this. I feel like I'm productive when 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 I do this, even though I may add other things to my resume. You know, but, uh, you know, this is where we are today. This is this is it. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. Okay, Um, there are so many lawsuits against Donald Trump and his phony baloney national emergency. This is just awful, folks. This man is crazy. He's insane. He's a loony. He doesn't give a damn. He wants what he wants. Basically, there are a lot of protests going protests going around the country and lawsuits against this phony, phony declaration. It's a uh, it ploy, in my estimation, it's a ploy to steal tax going around Congress. That's against the law. That's illegal. If he wants, if he wants money from Congress, it'll never happen. Now that he is clearly, clearly obstructing justice. And breaking the fucking law as, excuse me, as his lapdog, Lindsey Graham, and a lot of these Republicans are trying to defend Trump. They are just lapdogs. They are, as some people say, in the pockets of Russia. They're bought and paid for by Russia. Uh, They're all Russian spies as far as I'm concerned, you know, and I think this is going to be at some point the Republicans' downfall. I mean, this is uh, uh, going to be – because whether you're Republican, whether you're Democrat, whether you're independent, you are pissed off about this. We don't give a damn what those guys and girls in Congress think. They can 
be kissing Trump's ass. But the grassroots, the grassroots people down here on the ground who are working every day, middle class people who are taking care of their families, sending their kids to college, we give a damn. We're the ones out there protesting against this. Trump's not listening because he doesn't give a damn. He wants what he wants. Basically, it's stealing our money. He could not sell us on this wall to get our money, but now he's, he's, he's basically ripping us off. And someone was telling me that a lot of the money, if he gets his hands on it, and it looks like he will not because it's going to, of course, but if he gets his hands on it, the money's going to go in his pockets and he's going to be spreading it around to his Republicans, to the Republicans, to the rich Republicans, basically. But still in all, there's millions of protests from one end of America to the next, coast to coast. People are protesting. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Trump doesn't give a damn. He wants what he wants. He hates that this has to go through the courts. He hates that this is going through the courts. He doesn't like what he wants. He wants what he wants when he wants it. That's it. He don't want to go through the courts. He don't want to go through Congress. He doesn't want to. He just he just opens his mouth and says he wants it and he expects to get it to get it just by opening his mouth. It doesn't work that way. He's shredding the Constitution. He's overstepping his bounds or you or you can say he's uh, abusing his powers. This is something he cannot do. This is something we will not let him do. And people are upset. People are mad. People are pissed. And people are protesting. And people are fighting back. That's the thing about this. People are fighting back. And it's a good thing that they are. Fighting fighting back against the evil and criminal Donald Trump and the the stuck-in-the-ass Russians Republicans. Excuse me for my colorful language, folks. It's just one of those days. We all know that this national emergency, there is no no crisis on the border. You hear, you hear Trump saying uh, rapists are coming over, thugs, drugs. I mean, I, I heard him the other day in some video, in some one of his videos saying that. I'm saying, no, there's not. I mean, you've got, on the border, you got you got a, a a lot of border patrol officers they're not reporting this there's no video of this he just says he this guy lies so much it's a fucking shame he is one pathetic liar and i'm hearing now i'm just hoping this is happening that trump could be indicted as even though he's president that could happen they're saying that could happen, but they've been saying things like that could happen for the last two years. And that's another thing. I don't know, understand why it's taking so long to lock this guy up. What is taking so long to put the handcuffs on him and drag him out of that White House onto prison and maybe to the guillotine? What is taking so long? What is taking Mueller so long? Why can't he come up with something? Why can't he indict Donald Trump? There's nothing in the Constitution, the United States Constitution, that says a sitting president cannot be indicted. Whatever that crap is on the Department of Justice books, 
where it says a sitting president cannot be indicted. That's a bunch of garbage. A sitting president, if this guy is a known criminal and you have proof of, of this guy being a prim- criminal in, in the White House, then indict him. Get him out of there. And if Mike Pence, if he done lied uh, to Congress or he, he has committed some sort of crime also, get his ass up out of the White House. And then the next president will be Nancy Pelosi. And this is just where we are at, folks. Uh, Donald Trump, as long as Donald Trump is in office and nothing is done, and they're talking about 2020 right now, and as long as Donald Trump is in the White House, he's going to think of something to destroy the United States for. He doesn't work. He's very lazy. All he does is sit around, watch television, and think of how he can just fuck up America. That's all he does as president. He just sits up, sits up, sits around the White House. If he's not sitting around the White House, he's going off somewhere to play golf on our tax money, using our money to play golf at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida. This is just crazy. And everybody is talking about enacting the 25th Amendment, but nobody does it. (laughs) Nobody does it. I get a feeling that there's a lot of people out there who are just plain afraid of Donald Trump. And that goes for some Democrats, too. They are afraid. That's why Donald Trump is still there. If this was a Democratic president, he or she would have been gone by way before now. But this is Donald Trump. And as we know, Donald Trump talks out of his ass. He'll say something derogatory, uh, like he's been saying about Saturday Night Night Live. He'll say something about him. He'll threaten him. But in a day or two, he will have been forgotten all about him because there's other (laughs) things he has to attend to that are as equally or more critical of him than Saturday Night Live. I think Donald Trump spent most of his time bashing people and lashing out at other people because they don't like him. And they say they don't like him. And they call him a crook. And he is a crook. One of the things about Donald Trump, Donald Trump will call you a crook. He'll call you a liar. He'll call you treasonous. He says those things because we say those things about him. He's not creative. He has to use what we say about him back at us. But the law is a law, and uh, he cannot be around too long. I've said this before. He has already destroyed the United States. The only way the United States is going to pick itself back up again is to get him out. Get him out of there. Why is it taking so long? I'm, I thought, you know, he'd be out of... I mean, last year, during the uh, midterms, I'm thinking that he's going to be out by January. Here it is, February, just about into March, and this guy is still allowed to do damage. Someone said, uh, why are we, the American people, letting Donald Trump do damage to the United States? And I quickly replied, the American people, we are not letting Donald Trump destroy the United States 
the powers at B are letting Donald Trump uh, uh, destroy the United States. The people we voted for to stop this shit is letting Donald Trump have his way in America. We are not letting Donald Trump destroy America. The people we voted for are are, uh, disappointing us. There's some people who disagree with that, but that's okay. I mean, you can free to disagree with me on anything uh, you want, or you can uh, unfriend me or or whatever you want to do. But we are not letting Donald Trump destroy America. We are not doing that. We are not allowing him to do that. The powers at B who can stop him from uh, destroying the United States are letting him destroy the United States. The people we, we have elected to stop Donald Trump's shit are letting him get away with this and to destroy the United States. The people, the voters, uh, 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 grassroots people uh, in America, we're not letting him do anything. We vote for people to stop him, to put checks on him. But Donald Trump thinks he's some sort of fucking dictator. He thinks what he says comes out of his mouth, that should be law. But I do think that Donald Trump is totally, totally afraid. I, I think this man is running scared because if he wasn't, and he just such a person, he, he incriminates him, himself. He incriminates himself. You know, he meant, well, I didn't do it. And next thing you know, he's incriminating himself. No collusion, no collusion, no collusion. And there's collusion. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. show. And um, and you wonder why these people who are supporting Donald Trump, they know he's lying. They know he's he <laughs> he's a crook and a criminal. They know, But they support him. Uh, they know he's uh, BSing about the wall. It's it's a phony crisis that he's making up. We all know that. The protesters out here who are protesting against this wall, against this uh, national emergency, against him stealing taxpayer dollars. We know that there's nothing. Uh, and but that's what he wants. He wants to steal our our money. That's this is why we're going to court on this. He can't he going around Congress. Look, uh, the House of Representatives, that's those are the folks in the House of Representatives. Those are the folks who control the purse strings. That's where he is supposed to get his money. He's not supposed to take money uh, from other uh, uh, governmental projects that that may at some point need that money for to build a phony wall. He's taking money from other uh, uh, projects, basically stealing it, uh, to build a wall where there's no crisis, where he, I mean, he has doubled down on saying that there's a crisis at the border. He sound real mean and nasty when he's trying to convince you that there's a crisis at the border. This is something taxpayers we do not want. We do not want our tax money to go to build a wall. But Trump and the Republicans, they don't see it that way. They don't care. They they steal our money, take our money, and use it for whatever the hell they want. 
at this point, I'm thinking Trump wants to steal taxpayer money because he feels that he can do it. Declaring it a national emergency to take our money, that's wrong. He couldn't sell us uh, on the wall during the State of the Union. It was, you know, now he's going to steal it, take it. He couldn't sell it to us, so now he's going to say he's going to take it. And you just can't help um, recalling all of those times when this jackass said that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. He did not say one time that taxpayers were going to foot the bill. He said Mexico. Mexico shot back and gave him the finger. Thinking of world leaders, thinking about world leaders, they all hate him. They don't like him. When he or Pence go overseas to make a a speech uh, um, uh, among to world leaders, among world leaders, they are um, embarrassed. They are embarrassed. I mean, the, I think the last uh, embarrassment was uh, Mike Pence. They didn't clap. They didn't make a sound when he mentioned Donald Trump. But Donald Trump doesn't give a damn about world leaders. He gives a damn about screwing up America. He can't screw up the world, so he's going to screw up America. This is crazy. This uh, trying to steal our money uh, to because uh, we weren't sold on a wall. So he's going to take it. Now he's now he has put America in a flux because we got all these protests. And we got a, we're gonna have so many so many lawsuits, and I'm hearing that California is the first one to file a lawsuit against this phony, phony baloney emergency declaration. Phony baloney. That's all it is. Phony baloney. Okay, we'll be right back. Everybody, we'll be right back. Take a little break here, but we'll be right back. If we can't get a little. All right.
when you thought that the Republican Party couldn't get any more ridiculous. We now have to deal with the fact that... (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay, we're back. California Attorney General and at least 13 states are suing Trump over his phony baloney national emergency. They realize that Trump is trying to steal our money to build a wall for a phony baloney crisis. If you haven't heard Trump lie about why he wants this wall, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere on the Internet, and it's current. California and a dozen other states are filing a lawsuit challenging Donald Trump's national emergency. Wow. Uh, The president, okay, this is a quote. The president admitted that there is not a basic, and yeah, he did. He just said, I don't know, I don't have to do this. Trump said, I don't have to do this. So basically, he is admitting that there is no national declaration or crisis. He admitted it. All right, the separations of powers is being violated. We're going to court. We're going to uh, we're going to go to court there and make sure that Donald Trump cannot steal money from the states and the people who need them. Since we paid the taxpayer dollars to Washington D.C. to get those services, Trump said on Friday he would bypass Congress by declaring a national emergency to build a border wall along the nation's southern border. Yeah, we're always talking about the southern border. What about the northern border? After a protracted battle in which Congress has already repeatedly declined to give the president billions to build uh, a border wall barriers. Why did they decline? Because they know there's no crisis on the border. A national emergency, folks, a a national emergency declaration gives the president special powers to take taxpayer dollars from their budgets to pay for a border wall construction. And as I've said before, folks, I don't want to pay for any border wall construction. Anyway, legal challenges to such uh, an effort are inevitable. That means the lawsuits are going to pile the F up. And Donald Trump said that he may win and he may not win. But this is total, total overreach and the theft of taxpayer dollars. When I said earlier, he could not and he could not sell the wall to the American people, so he's going to take the money and do it anyway, just because he wants to do it and just because he's president, he feels that he can do these things. He cannot. He wants money for his ball. Excuse me. If he wants money for his wall, go through Congress. That's the way you go. That's, that's what separations are all about. But Trump doesn't like Democrats. He, he knows he's not going to get the money, so he's going to decide to steal it, to steal it. And that's why there are uh, uh, protests 
by Americans coast to coast uh, the United States, in the United States, ripping off the taxpayer. There's no chance. There's no chance in hell he's going to win this. We are still a country, and we still live under the United States Constitution. Donald Trump wants to take he wants to take away free speech. He wants to be a dictator. And none of these things are going to come to fruition because he's going to jail. He's going to prison pretty soon. He's going to rot in prison pretty soon. He may even get in be indicted. They're talking about indicting him. But as I said before, Donald Trump knows he's going to go down, so he wants to take the country down with him. He may take the country down with him, but the minute he's, he's out of there, we will start rebuilding and especially, especially rebuilding our standing in the world because that's in the toilet. People like Lindsey Graham and, and uh, uh, other Republicans who are in Donald Trump's underwear and liking it. The hell with the people who put their asses in office. The hell with the people who gave them their job. The hell with America. It's all about Russia and Donald Trump. Russia and Donald Trump. But we're going to prevail on this one, folks. We're going to prevail on this one. It's going to take years. And these suits are going to take going to go past 2020. So he will not get this money for a while, if he gets it at all. I'm thinking he will not. But, but, a, pro, but a prolonged, but these prolonged lawsuits waiting to go to, you know, go to the courts, it's going to take a while. It's not going to be an overnight thing or a few months or a year. It's, this is going to take a while. This is going to take a while. And they're going to have to spend money for this. More taxpayer money is going to be wasted going to trial to try to get this, try to stop this man from uh, uh, stealing money. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, podcast live from Chicago. Well, George, you're pretty hype, man. You're pretty hype. Yeah, I'm pretty hype, man. I am really pretty hype uh, uh, because I'm a taxpayer and I do not want a wall built on the U.S. Mexico. if Trump wants a wall, he can use his own money <laughs> if he has any money. Maybe he's not a billionaire or a millionaire. Who knows what this man is? And I'm surprised we haven't seen Donald Trump's taxes so far. I'm surprised because the Democrats said the Democrats said when they um, the first day <laughs> the first day that they were going to take take over that they were going to seize Donald Trump's taxes. We haven't seen them. I'm thinking uh, Maxine Waters. I mean, I'm thinking that she was going to just grab Donald Trump's taxes and sh- and tell us all about them. Apparently not. <laughs> this is why I say I think there's a lot of, you know, so there was a lot of posturing uh, with Democrats uh, um, taking over the House of Representatives. And the only reason why they, they are in the House of Representatives is because people like me voted for them, yet they're going to they're going to try and say that they're smarter than we are 
even though we voted for him, they're going to try and say, well, this or that. But we voted for him. But, you know, they will not show us Donald Trump's taxes. I'm pretty sure somebody somewhere has seen his taxes and know what he's about. Trump needs to be out of there. He needs to go. Yeah, I don't like him. I've said that in several shows, and I don't care if I don't like him. He's a buffoon. He's an idiot. He, he's, he's crazy. He's insane. He wants this country to go down, and we are going down. As long as he's in, in office, there's always going to be um, – there's always going to be – Something in the news He's always going to do something Say something dumb Something idiotic That's going to uh, um, Make news I think that's why Donald Trump Says a lot of crap Just to make news He talks out of his ass Uh, We're going to talk about uh, um, Later on we're going to talk about um, Saturday Night Live And Donald Trump And his um, Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm I'm hearing about yeah Jesse uh, Smollett. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that as soon as we come back. We're gonna take a new break here, folks. I hope you like it.
President of the United States. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. I'm here to declare a very urgent, important national emergency. <laughs> this is a big one, so I don't want to waste any time. That's why first, I'd like to blow my own horn a little bit, okay? I just had a great health exam. I'm still standing six foot, six foot seven, 185 pounds, shredded. <laughs> also, we have another summit coming up in Hanoi with the North Korean leader, Chairman Kim who, by the way, is a very cool, misunderstood guy. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing him next week. It is dinner for schmucks, as he calls it. <laughs> Let's cut to the chase, folks. We need war, okay? We have a tremendous amount of drugs flowing into this country from the southern border or the brown line, as many people have asked me not to call it. <laughs> That's why we need wall, because wall works. Wall makes safe. You're not that be smart to understand that. In fact, it's even easier to understand if you're not that smart. <laughs> so you can all see why I got to fake this national emergency, right? I have to because I want to. It's really simple. We have a problem. Drugs are coming into this country through no wall. I asked President Xi if they had a drug problem in China. <laughs> and I'm not going to do the voice, but he said, no, 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 me no like drugs, me like death penalty. <laughs> you know what, it sounds better with the voice, I think, I must say. <laughs> but imagine if we use the death penalty for nonviolent crimes here. You shoplift, bing, bing, two in the back of the head, okay? <laughs> Just something to kick around. So I'm basically taking military money so I can have wall. So I'm going to sign these papers for emergency, and then I'll immediately be sued, and the ruling will not go in my favor, and then I'll end up in the Supreme Court, and then I'll call my buddy Kavanaugh, and I'll say it's time to repay the Donnie, and he'll say, new phone, who dis? And <laughs> then the Mueller report will be released, crumbling my house of cards, and I can just plead insanity, and do a few months in the puzzle factory. <laughs> And my personal hell of playing president will finally be over. <laughs> I guess probably, I should probably take a few softball questions right now. Who do we got here? Oh, NBC's got their hand up, but they suck, so not them. <laughs> ABC sucks too, but at least they have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We love the S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> so I guess I'll start with you. Go ahead. Mr. President, do you feel like enough progress has been made in the talks with China to end the increase of tariffs by March 1st? Look, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> because I freaking love tariffs. Not as much as wall, but I do love them. And I know we're going to strike a big, big deal with China. And no matter how awesome it is, and believe me, it will be awesome. Chuck Schumer is going to say, and I'm not going to do the voice. He's going to say something like, oy vey. You know what? I'm going to do the voice. Oy vey, what are you, me sugar? <laughs> and that's just the kind of dirty, ugly, vicious toilet bowl politics that won me this job in the first place. Yes, you, where are you from? A Playboy magazine? Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> Many nights in the grotto, right? Am I right? 
Okay. Uh, numbers from your own border patrol say that illegal immigration is actually down. No, sit down. I don't like that question. Sit down. Sit down. I didn't even ask my question yet. Look, I just found out my campaign manager was going to die in prison, okay? So take it easy on me, will you? I'm not going to sit until you answer my question. Sit down or I'm switching back to Hustler, okay? Look, <laughs> before I take the next question, I just want to swerve way the hell out of my own way and point out that the new Attorney General, General William Barr, Attorney General William Barr, please stand up, William. Congratulations, this guy's going to do such a great job, but still he's working for me, so I give him three months tops, okay? <laughs> Dead man walking right there. Next question, okay. Let's do a girl one, you. Wow, very cool. Uh, in your remarks today, you said you were too new to politics earlier in your administration. Is that an admission that you are, in fact, just kind of winging it? Well, come on, doll, I'm learning. Let's not forget, technically, this is my first real job, okay? I remember when Obama explained president to me in the Oval Office, and I won't do the voice this time because I feel I lost a bunch of you with the Schumer impersonation, but I thought Obama was joking. Had I known then what I know now, I would have told Putin to just give the job to Hillary instead. Next question. Thank you, Mr. President. Jim Acosta, CNN. Oh, seriously, man, how do you keep getting in this room? I mean, I'd love to just build a wall around Jim, you know what I'm saying? There's numbers that show undocumented immigrants committing crimes at much lower levels than native-born Americans. Oh my God, Jim, those numbers are faker than this emergency. Look, folks, <laughs> we need major immigration reform translation wall. Do you know that right now we have something called chain migration? that says any bad person or gang monster or Weisenheimer can just come in this country with 23, 47, or bar, give me a number. Uh, 91? 91. I'm told as many as 91 of their family members. <laughs> I'm talking abuelas and babies. Unless you give me war. Now, if that doesn't scare the crap out of all the old white people, I don't know what will. Anyway, in conclusion, this is a total emergency, a five-alarm blaze, which means i got to go to Mar-a-Lago so I can play some golf. And live from New York, it's Saturday night.
right, we're still here, folks. The George Wilder Jr. Show is still here. And when I say we're still here, we're still here after five years. After five years. And uh, that's something. Did I know that I was going to be doing internet radio show? This radio show for five years? No, I did not. It just sort of evolved. And it has. It's just evolved. Um. You were listening to uh, Alec Baldwin uh, from the latest Saturday Night Live uh, thing. Uh, Of course, he was personating Donald Trump. Trump didn't like it. I mean, this time he really did blast uh, (laughs) Saturday Night Live. I mean, he blasted it. I mean, wow. He attacked it. Um. he wants to take away their credentials. This guy wants to take away their uh, uh, their license or, or, or whatever they have that keeps him on television. He wants to run them off television, all because he doesn't like what they say about him. He doesn't like, especially Alec Baldwin, who impersonates him. This guy is a, I guess, will always be a mess. All right, on Friday, President Donald Trump declared a national emergency because, uh, of course, we know that. We know that that he declared uh, a national emergency. But this weekend, this past weekend from the date of the show, Trump managed to find time to watch NBC uh, Saturday Night Live. This is what I just got to saying, folks. All these guys do is sit around watching television, eating McDonald's, drinking Coke. He sits around doing these things instead of doing some hard work, something called governing, you know, getting things done, getting things passed for the people, helping the United States infrastructure. He sits around on his big fat ass and watches TV. And then go and then starts threatening people. That's his that's his MO, threatening you. He was threatening people on Facebook. Because a lot of people on Facebook don't like him and say nasty things about him. But this weekend Trump managed to find to find time to watch uh Saturday Night Live, which he notably hosted twice in the past. Yeah, he hosted Saturday Night Live and then took to Twitter not to just slam the show, but to suggest these needs, there needs to be retribution. Now, when Trump says there needs to be retribution, he's speaking of violence. So he wants violence to happen on, 49, on, on uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Live, if I can say it. I'm stuck, folks. <laughs> he wants violence to erupt against Saturday Night Live. He's saying retribution. And he's also saying the comedy show should be investigated. It was the latest escalation in his war on free speech. That's all it is. This is a comedy show. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it because they make fun of him. Trump doesn't like Saturday Night Live because he they make fun of him. Duh. The whole world makes fun of you. The whole world makes fun of Donald Trump. And I mean that in a literal sense. The whole world makes fun of Donald Trump. 
not just Saturday Night Live, but he's threatening retribution. That means he wants something to happen to Alex Baldwin. And Alex Baldwin is saying, hey, wow, something, something could you know, really go down in terms of violence against him. And, and he's right. It could because that's what that is. Trump is Trump is, you know, instigating violence against Alec Baldwin and Saturday Night Live. This man needs to go, folks. This is not a president. He is not the president of the United States. Today, from the date of this show, this is President's Day. Today we celebrate 44 presidents. Not 45. Uh, today, we actually celebrate two presidents, Lincoln and Washington, George Washington. But President's Day, I do think President's Day is for you know, looking at or celebrating the past presidents, all 44, up to President Barack Obama. Now, the 45th president, Donald Trump, I, I don't even call him president. He's just out there. He's just out there. And so uh, to um, for uh, saying that violence should happen to Saturday Night Live, this man needs to be arrested. I mean, if you say, if you say something, if you uh, threaten violence against Donald Trump, this, <laughs> the Secret Service is knocking on your door or wanting to interview you or wanting to talk to you. Just say something. Uh, threaten violence against Donald Trump. But if Donald Trump threatens violence against someone, it's okay. That's fine. That's the Republican mantra. And he just threatened violence against Saturday Night Live and Alec Baldwin. Why isn't the Secret Service sitting this asshole down and talking to him? As I've said, if you threaten violence against Donald Trump, hey, wow, they're going to bang down your door. Come get you. But if Donald Trump threatens violence against someone, it's, it, it's okay. There's always one. Uh, there's always something different for everybody else. And then there's Donald Trump and the Republicans and the Republicans. So um, Donald Trump is going to be also be in full campaign mode, and I'm pretty sure at his rallies he's gonna he's gonna go berserk. You ever watch Donald Trump at some some? Excuse me. You ever watch Donald Trump at some of his rallies? I'm trying to talk too fast, folks. You ever study Donald Trump when he's talking at one of his rallies? When he's Basically, I mean, when he's at run of one of his rallies, I don't see why a news outlet would want to cover Donald Trump's rallies because they're not about anything. They're not a, they're not newsworthy. It's just a bunch of lies and him talking out of his ass. That's all it is. So, but 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 if you ever watched or observed one of his rallies, look at his face while he's, you know, Talking that crap, that BS. Look at his face while he's yelling and screaming and looking all pissed off. Look at his face. You can tell he's he's a different kind of a person. He looks flushed. 
He looks sick. He looks like he's, uh, uh, you know, about to collapse or something. Uh, and the podium, when he's standing at the podium, check it out. Check out his uh, body language. He's standing. <laughs> he's standing and holding on to the podium to keep from falling to the floor while he fuels his BS. Check out his rallies. He looks. He, he doesn't look well at his rallies, but he's well enough to to uh, ignite hate and violence and tell a bunch of lies. Check him out. Check check out his rallies. He's about to start him because he he thinks he's going to uh, uh, re-election. The only way he's going to win re-election got to be some massive massive cheating going on yeah and that's always possible that is always possible american people have to wake up this guy named howard schultz uh they say he's going to be a spoiler but because he's a millionaire and they feel that he can buy the election i don't think he can buy this election i I couldn't care if he's a trillionaire people do not like donald trump they want him out of office Nobody's going to go vote for Howard Schultz. No one. Unless they unless they're in love with Trump. And there's not many of those people out there anymore. Because Trump has screwed around with our money. And when you mess with people's money, you don't get back in office. Government shutdowns, I think there's been 3 or 4 under Donald Trump. You don't get back in office like that. Those things will be used against you. No paychecks, furloughs, uh, igniting uh, useless hardship upon people. You don't get back in office like that. Being an asshole, being mean and nasty and evil, you don't get back in office like that. I don't care if you got a hundred billionaires running for president who think they can buy the presidency. And once again, I'm going to say this again, Donald Trump may not make it to 2020. He may not make it to the to uh, November of 2020. There's so much over him. And he can be indicted. He's a sitting president. He can and will be hopefully indicted. And there's people out there saying, well, if Trump goes to prison, Mike Pence is going to pardon him. Not if Mike Pence also goes to prison. Because Mike Pence, he's a he's a Trump ass kisser. There's no doubt about it. And he's proud to be that. But he's also in the pockets of Russia. He's not he's not. Innocent, believe me. He's nowhere innocent. My thinking is that Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States, he's going to go down just like his boss is going to go down. Trump can't last forever, folks. He cannot do that. He he wants to be a dictator. He wants to be in control. He wants to be an emperor. It's not going to happen. He knows it's not going to happen. He knows it now. I I think he is actually seeing reality right before his eyes, but he's going to continue to try. 
But that's something else, folks. I mean, he's going to declare a national emergency to steal our money, to steal taxpayer money here in America. He can't get it from Congress, so he's going to take it, illegally take it, and build a wall on the border where there's no crisis, none whatsoever, none whatsoever. Do not give him one cent. With all of these lawsuits, this man has one thing that he should do. He should resign. Resign. Because there is no way that he can uh, ever, ever uh, outlive this. I mean, this is monumental. This and everything else he's done. I've read a book called Race to... Race to Save America. And this is a race to save America. It totally is. It totally is. The book that I've written is a little over 150 pages probably. But I could have written, easily written, three or 400 pages because (laughs) Trump keeps providing material for me to write. So I had to cut it off somewhere because I, I, I really got really pissed off writing about this. So I just um, cut it off uh, and tried to make it uh, uh, where people, you know, you can, it's an easy read. It's a fast read. And that's what I wanted it to be. Nothing complicated. I mean, no legalese or anything like that, but just ordinary prose. That's what I tried. It's called A Race to Save America. And that's what we are in for. I, I think I appropriately titled it. I mean, the title, the original title that I had for the book was called uh, The Slime of Donald Trump. Actually, that was the original title, The Slime of Donald Trump. But I I told myself that I really didn't want his name on the front of my book or, or anything that I was doing. So I changed it to The Race to Save America. Yeah, so um, you, you guys picked that up. Basically... People saying, what is it about? Well, it's about (laughs) – it's about, obviously, the Donald Trump uh, team, the Trump administration, no doubt about that. Uh, Basically, it's a timeline of events uh, starting at a certain point and ending at a certain point. But there's nothing in the book that would not (laughs) – that would not stand up today because Donald Trump is – what Donald Trump is. He always repeating himself. He's always what he is, you know? So the book is timely and it always will be. If something dramatic should happen and I need to, uh, uh, update some things in the book, I can do that. Let's, Let's say if Donald Trump gets impeached or he resigns or he gets indicted, then I can, you know, I can, um, update, the book uh, from that point, you know, so that'll be in the book because basically I wrote this book for history. I mean, for people coming up different generation after generation after generation can, can read uh, uh, what went on in this time further on in, in, into history. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Into history. And, um, 
Yeah, it's called a race to save America because I do think we're in a race to save America. Some parts of America has already been damaged, but we're still standing. You know, we're still standing. And I do think that Donald Trump knows he's going down, and I think he's scared. He figures he's going down because every time you look around, he has to sort of defend himself against attacks, legitimate attacks, true attacks, real attacks. On his on himself, no. He's always attacking. Somebody's always attacking him, uh, saying something about him, and then he comes back to say something about them. So, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. We will be right back. Here is some more entertainment. Put 
pictured a long time ago. The next woman that I marry, she gonna work and bring me the gold. Have you ever been mistreated? You know just what I'm talking about. I worked one long year for one woman. She had a nerve, she had a nerve, she had a nerve to put me out. Cecilia, we're here now with Senator Kamala Harris. She's a Democrat from California. First elected to the Senate in 2016 after 20 years as a prosecutor, including stints as the District Attorney for San Francisco and Attorney General of California. And Senator Harris has also been laying the groundwork for a run for the White House. It is great to have you with us on this special holiday. Do you have an announcement you'd like to make? I am running for President of the United States. And (laughs) and I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about it. You you mentioned 20 years, we mentioned 20 years as a prosecutor. If you win, you're going to be Commander-in-Chief. What qualifies you to be Commander-in-Chief? Well, first of all, let me just say I love my country. I love my country. And this is a moment in time that I, I feel a sense of responsibility to stand up and fight for the best of who we are. And that fight will always include, as one of the highest priorities, our national security. And thinking about it in a way that we understand that we must be smart, we must understand the power that we have, the strength that we have, that is about military power, it is about diplomatic power, it is about the power that we have in terms of what has been, until recently, our moral authority in the world and our ability to work with our allies. I am a career prosecutor, as you said. My entire career has been focused on keeping people safe. It is probably one of the things that motivates me more than anything else. And when I look at this moment in time, I know that the American people deserve to have somebody who is going to fight for them, who is going to see them, who will hear them, who will care about them, who will be concerned about their experience and put them in front of self-interest. You love this country. You also love your family. And for I people do. who do not know, your mother was born in India. Yes. Your father was born in Jamaica. That's and right. they met when they were both involved in the civil rights movement That's exactly uh, right. in California at Berkeley. That's and in right. fact, your mother met Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, she did. Cannot be lost that you're making the announcement on That's this right. day. Is that important to you? It is very important to me. You know, Dr. King. My parents were very active in the civil rights movement, and that's the language um, that I grew up hearing. And it was about a, a, a belief that we are a, a country that was founded on noble ideals. And we are the best of who we are when we fight to achieve those ideals. And the thing about Dr. King that always inspires me is he was aspirational. He was aspirational like our country is aspirational. We know that we've not yet reached those ideals, but our strength is that we fight to reach those ideals. And that inspires me because it is true that we are a country that, we, yes, we are flawed, mm-hmm. we, we are not perfect, but we are a great country when we think about the principles upon which we're founded. And yes, so today, 
the day we celebrate Dr. King is a very special day for all of us as Americans, and, and I'm honored to be able to make my announcement on the day that we commemorate him. President Trump has already said he wants to run again mm -hmm. in 2020. Uh, you sit on the Senate Intelligence Committee, the Senate Judiciary Committee, even looking at the Russia I I investigation. Right. Have you seen any evidence? that President Trump has committed an impeachable offense? I cannot talk about the evidence that I've received in the Senate Intelligence Committee, but I will say that there is no question that Bob Mueller is conducting an investigation with the highest level of integrity. He is clearly taking the job very seriously. There have already been 33 indictments, and it is incumbent on the United States Congress to do everything in our power to ensure that his investigation is, is whole and will be complete without any interference. It sounds like you don't think William Barr, the president's nominee for attorney general, can oversee it in a fair manner. Well, you're right, and during the course of the questioning of him, because I sit on the Senate Judiciary Committee, I expressed great concern, um, and I am very concerned that he was unwilling to agree that if the career people in the Department of Justice say he has a conflict and that he should recuse himself, he wasn't willing to agree that he would do that. We cannot... Uh, Back to your point about my career, my entire career has been focused on our system of justice. It is one of the hallmarks of what gives us strength as a democracy. And it becomes weak when people interfere with that system for political purpose. And no one in particular right now when there are so many Americans that are distrustful of their government and its leaders and institutions, no one should give the American public any reason to question their integrity or the, the integrity of our that? system of justice. Yeah, absolutely. All right, breaking in, breaking in, <laughs> breaking in, uh, breaking news, actually, uh, at this time and at this point and at the date of this show, 16 states filed a lawsuit against Donald Trump challenging his emergency uh, declaration, which is nothing more than stealing uh, taxpayer money away from vital, other vital programs to build a wall uh, on the U.S.-Mexico border, uh, it's a hoax. It's, it's not real. Uh, there's no real crisis. We all know it. Everybody knows it. Everybody seems to know it but Trump. But yet he wants to uh, do this. When he said many times, many times, Mexico would play, pay for it. And I think at one point he said he didn't say that. <laughs> he said he didn't say it. Or he said he didn't meant it. Uh, uh, you know how this guy lies and just says what he says. Um, uh, he said what he says, whatever, at any time, as long as it's appropriate for him to say it. And I guess he thinks we're just too dumb and too stupid and, and, and believe it. Okay, so 16 states so far has filed a lawsuit against Donald Trump challenging his um, – border wall crisis, phony border wall crisis, as many of us calls it. Wow, 16 states and <laughs> there's a lot more states to go and there's people out here, groups of people, great people, American people out here from coast to coast protesting this. It's nothing but a it's nothing but thievery, theft. It's nothing but theft of the American the American taxpayer dollar. That's about all it is, and that's, that's all it amounts to. He wants to steal our money. Maybe he wants to steal our money to put it in his pocket. Maybe he's not the billionaire or the millionaire that he claims he, he is. 
we know he don't pay any taxes. We don't even have to see his damn um, tax returns for that. We know he doesn't pay any taxes. But is he a billionaire or a millionaire? And I think Donald Trump made his fortune if he is rich. He made his fortune by conning, lying, BSing, uh, and all of that. And all of that. Let's see. Let's go to – seem like we got somebody who won't go away. All right. You're on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Go right ahead. We don't have much time. Yeah, those states are wasting money. <clears throat> Yeah, well, right they don't. It. They don't feel that. They don't feel that they're wasting money. They feel that this is something they have to do, it's, because Donald Trump, what he's doing, as you as you probably heard me say, he's stealing taxpayer dollars. He's taking well, money he's away from other vital taxpayers. Mouth. He's taking it from one area and putting it where there's a need. The people on those borders well, that's suffering, those angel moms, they have a problem. And look at the drugs. Of these drugs ended up in Chicago and all the No, mayhem. they're not coming you across the border. They're coming from other ports of entry. They're not coming no, across the border. No. This is a homeland homeland security say ninety percent comes across. Can you homeland imagine? security? I, I come is from lying. Africa. Wait a minute. I come well then who are we gonna believe? When I come from Africa and try to bring an avocado from from West Africa, they stop it. They take it from it. So you mean to tell them they bring in drugs through? Let me say this. I know you don't have enough time. Yeah, I'd rather see money on a wall. I'd rather see money on a wall than money going to reparations for slavery. Thank Majority of the American people do not want a wall. Thank you. All right. Trump wants to steal our money to go pay for a phony wall. All right. The George Wilder Jr. Show is just about off the air, folks. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you. You for your uh, uh, dedication to the show, and uh, we will continue to do this. And uh, one of the things I wanted to say before I go is that involving this Jesse Smollett uh, saying that he got attacked in in Chicago by two thugs. And now they're saying that this guy staged the attack. I'm going to tell you something, folks. I, I knew from the get-go that this guy was lying. I, other people believed him because they wanted to believe him. Well, he's gay, so you should believe him. But I knew from the get-go this guy was lying. You know, I mean, he staged this attack in Chicago. Ch- Chicago has enough crime without people lying and saying that they were attacked in Chicago. You know, uh, one of the reasons why I, I think he's lying, I know he's lying, because he will not further talk to the police. What is he hiding? He didn't. He did not want to give the police his cell phone. And when he did gave, and when he did give the police his cell phone, he redacted some of the things that were in his phone on his phone. The guy is is lying. You know, and I'm pissed off at him for that because I'm in Chicago and I know there's crime here. There's crime everywhere, but I know there's crime in Chicago. And I, I don't feel as if, you know, he you know, represented Chicago in a positive way. He want, I guess he felt that uh, uh, Chicago is a crime capital of the world. So if I fake my if I fake that I got, you know, uh, robbed or cut up or in Chicago, people will believe me because Chicago is a city where crime always seemed to happen. 
And by him faking this or staging his own uh, attack in the city of Chicago, you know, uh, I guess he felt he thought he was going to be believed because it happened in Chicago. But anyway, by him not wanting to talk to police now, that tells you the guy staged his own attack for whatever reasons he did it for. But anyway, he's in big trouble for doing this. He's in big time trouble for doing this. I mean, they're saying three years in prison. He's going to lose his acting jobs. He's going to lose his uh, prestige. And, and a lot of people are turning on him, or, turning on him already. The, the folks that once supported him and supported his claims of being attacked in Chicago they're leaving him. They're saying, well, we're not going to speculate anymore. We're going to see what comes out, come out. And a lot of people are disappointed in him, especially his coworkers on the set of Empire. They are disappointed in him. This is bad. This is bad for him. This is a young man. He's gay. He doesn't, he doesn't deny he's gay. He comes out and says it. But in some ways, he has made it even harder for gay people, not just in Chicago, but around America, to um, especially the LBQ community, whatever you want to call it. It's going to make it hard for them to to stand up against, you know, whatever they might say, uh, whatever crime that may happen to them or they may say happen to them. This is going to be harder for them to try to get, you know, people to actually uh, – come out and support them because of what this guy has done. You know, and I hope he gets what he what he deserves because he seemed to me like to be really arrogant. You know, when I, it happened, it happened, you should believe me. I'm not lying. The police are lying. Now he's saying the police are lying. He's saying that these two guys who attacked him uh, are lying. And these two guys who attacked him, they say he, Jesse Smollett, they say he paid them to attack them. He paid one of the guys worked on the set of Empire as an extra. And the police had these two uh I think they're from Somalia or something, two African looking guys. The police had them in custody. Police had them. The police questioned them and the police let them go. Now their focus is back on the Empire actor, Jesse Smollett, who will not talk to them. I think he has himself two or three lawyers. Well, they're not going to keep him out of jail. They're not going to keep him out of jail. This guy staged his own attack. And I feel for him, and I feel for his career, his musical career, his acting career. All of this is up in smoke. The guy saying that he's gay, as if gay is the new norm. All of this is up and spoke. Uh, so I just wanted to talk about that for a while before we actually went off the air here. But he is in deep blue, as some of us would say. And uh, it, it's, it's really, really um, bad. It's really bad for him. You know, I uh, as I've said before, I knew the guy was lying from the get-go because a lot of 
things that I was hearing going on in the case just didn't fit. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure you join us tomorrow. I had a lot of fun, folks. I really did. I enjoy it. We were off for two days last week for whatever reasons. But anyway, we're back. So if, if you're in a cold climate like I, am, like I am, stay warm, stay positive, stay up, and vote out all Republicans.